Come away to a deserted place, all by yourselves, and rest a while. I speak to you in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Please be seated. And good morning. First, I want to say what a privilege it is to be able to be your guest preacher this morning, and how great it is to be able to preach to a group of people and not just to a, to a, uh, to a camera. This is great. This morning's gospel passage begins with the disciples gathering around Jesus and telling him all the things that they had done and taught. Now, if you go back a little bit earlier in this sixth chapter of Mark, you find that Jesus sent the disciples out. He sent them out in pairs to preach, to heal, to drive out unclean spirits. And Jesus gave them power and authority to do all those things. And so now the disciples are back. And they're telling them about all the great things that they had done out on their missions. And that must have been an amazing conversation. You don't see much about it in the gospel readings, but um, stories of teaching and healing, and I'm, sure, I'm certain that the disciples were doing things that they never thought that they would be able to do. And after listening to all of this, Jesus recognizes that they need a rest. They had been busy, and they were busy right then. People were coming and going from all over. And they had no leisure even to eat. They couldn't even have a lunch break. And at this point in the ministry, Jesus was like a rock star. He was gathering people from all over. He even mentions earlier in the Gospels, he couldn't even go into a town or village because he'd be recognized and he'd be sworn with people. So, Jesus invites them, the disciples, he says, Come away to a deserted place, all by yourselves, and rest a while. What a great invitation. Jesus recognized the disciples needed a break, and that if they continued on, they might just get burnt out. At times, Jesus needed a rest. And there's mention in the Gospels about Jesus getting away from everything, going to a mountain to retreat and just be, just be by himself. Now, in this particular time, when they were hoping for some rest, the people in the surrounding towns and villages were frantic, rushing around. They just wanted to be with Jesus, even enough just to touch the cloak of his garment. There was such a hunger for healing. So while they go out on a boat on the Sea of Galilee, they're heading to a deserted place, and all the people around are rushing around on the shore to try to see where they're going and to try to be there wherever Jesus was going. So, when they finally arrive to their deserted place, there's a crowd waiting for them. Many, many people. And Jesus didn't tell them to go away. Hey, come back in a few days. We need a break. He didn't say, hey, let's go to some other place along the shore. Let's get out of here. It says that he felt compassion because they were like sheep without a shepherd. And he taught them many things. 
So there are a couple things going on here at work. There's the, the part about ministry, work, and also the part about the need for rest. Something else that's happening here that we don't get in this, uh, this week's reading is the feeding of 5,000. That's all wrapped up in this. They go away to a deserted place, tons of people, they're there for a long time, they have nothing to eat, you have the feeding of the 5,000. We'll hear about that next Sunday. But basically, these guys are really busy. There was a lot going on. Um, so two things at play again, work, ministry, and, and rest. We all need rest. We are human, and we all have our limits. A day of rest, a Sabbath, is part of the Ten Commandments. From our Psalms this morning, we hear that wonderful imitation from God. God makes me to lie down in green pastures and leads me beside still waters. We are called to love our neighbors as ourselves, and loving ourselves includes taking care of ourselves, our needs, so we were better able to care for others. This past year, I did an internship at St. Paul's in Prince Frederick, and the rector there is Matt Hum. And Matt um, said that he had some goals for me for my internship, and one of his goals that he had was that I develop a plan for self-care. Never thought that that would be one of the top goals or anything, but it was very important that I that for him, that I had a way of taking care of myself for all this. It's vitally important for clergy to develop ways to take care of themselves. And the church demands so much. And if you're not careful, you'll get worn down. That's, and that's true for a lot of different callings and occupations, right? Got a friend of mine, Stu Scarborough, who came here this morning to be with us. Last month, Stu was ordained deacon in the Diocese of Maryland. And the first thing that Stu was doing as a deacon, he's taking a sabbatical for the summer. <laughs> it's a big, this is a big time of transition in his life, and he and the bishop agreed it's a great time to step away for a while and get some rest before getting into ministry. There are times when we need rest too. Sometimes the burden of life can just wear us down. Burdens from our jobs, our occupations, our loving family, um, our volunteer work. We might love all of this, but sometimes we need a break. On Sundays, we gather here for a while. We come to worship God and re receive spiritual refreshment. We even called this place a sanctuary. Here we are, right in the heart of the city of Annapolis, and you can hear the, the busyness all around us, even when we're here worshiping. We're right in the heart of the city, and yet we're separated from it a little bit. This is a place of safety, a place of refuge, and hopefully a place of renewal. It's a place where we receive spiritual food. Sometimes we need to step away to a deserted place and rest a while. But, and the but is, remember, Jesus sent out the disciples 
to minister to the surrounding towns. And God sends us out to minister to the world today. Ministry. Ministry is not just something of priests and deacons. It's primarily the ministry of all of us, of the laity. We are the hands, the feet, and the voice of Jesus. Jesus sends us out to heal the world. Jesus sends us out to be a listening ear to those going through a crisis, to work to reconcile differences among people, to visit those in hospitals, to visit those in prison, to feed the hungry, give shelter to the homeless, provide backpacks to children for school who, who can't afford them, and the list goes on and on. In Jesus' time, there was much hunger for healing, and the same is true today. There is much work to be done to bring forth the kingdom of God. That's our call as followers of Christ. Spread, God, spread God's love amongst our families, amongst our communities, in our workplaces. So after we have stepped away for a while and rested for a while, send time to return to the world as disciples of Christ. From our baptismal vows, we're called to seek and serve Christ in all persons, to strive for justice and peace, and to proclaim by word and example the good news of God and Christ. Think, so think about all this as we pray the post-communion prayer this morning. In that prayer, we give thanks. We give thanks to God for feeding us with spiritual food, for giving us this time of renewal. But then the prayer takes a turn. It says, send us now into the world in peace and grant us strength to love and serve you. There's another version of this prayer in the prayer book on page 366, and it says in there, and now, Father, send us out to do the work you've given us to do, to love and serve you as faithful witnesses of Christ our Lord. So also think about this at the end of the service. When Deacon Kathy is standing out by the back door and she says, go, go in peace to love and serve the Lord. She's not saying, okay, we're kind of done here. Y'all are, are free to go. She is basically sending us out on behalf of God. So my hope for you is that you are able to find peace. We are getting out of this pandemic slowly, but hopefully surely. And you remember before the pandemic, many of us were very busy. And maybe we'll get busy again, we'll have to see. But I hope that you are able to find peace and rest, that God is able to lead you beside still waters and make you lie down in green pastures and that God revive your soul. And, I also hope that you find ways to answer the call to go in peace, to heal the world. So that, as we often pray in evening prayer, so that we may be the loving embrace of God to our neighbors. Amen. Amen.